Hi, ladies. I'm Henri. And I'm Blanca. And this is the Meow Podcast. Meow stands for My Empowerment of Women, and it's a show dedicated to encouraging women to live empowered lives through storytelling. We are here to inspire women by advocating self love, self realization, self development, mental health, and entrepreneurship. It's a platform for all women to find purpose and share their stories. Join us bi weekly as we sit down and have heartfelt conversations that spark curiosity and inform you while we have some fun. Stay tuned, ladies. Hi, ladies. Welcome to our new episode. I'm so excited to be here today and kind of share like what we have been doing over the past few weeks. How have you been doing, Blanca? Hi, Henri. I have been good. I, yeah, we've been going through a lot of changes and they haven't, they're not really stopping. I'm moving. Yeah. Um, so you that's have a exciting. Nice apartment. Yeah. You know, moving to Little Italy and retiring from PD. <laughs> yeah, that's huge. Um, I really love that we're always like going through that self discovery and finding ways to improve ourselves, mm-hmm. not just within our bodies, but our surroundings. Mm-hmm. And for me, I feel like I haven't done much in the past few weeks, but I've been dog sitting mm-hmm. and that's been a lot of fun. It's kind of like pushed me to go on more beach adventures and kind of get out there. Yeah. And I actually like two weeks ago, we had our meetup, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun. Yeah. This meetup uh, that we recently had was led by our guest um, who is going to be joining us soon. Um, we did a divine feminine night meetup. Yeah. We did yoga, meditation, Reiki. It was so great. A lot yeah. of tears were shed. Everyone was being vulnerable. Yeah. And I love surrounding myself with women that I can learn from. Yeah. Awesome. Our guest today is Kyleen. She's from Kai Yoga, located in downtown. And she's led our yoga, our meetup last year as well. And it's always been great, you know, partnering with you. And yeah. Yeah, welcome Kyleen. We are so happy to have you here. Um, we always enjoy your your meetup. So um, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate both of you guys for inviting me um, to participate. And um, yeah, the last Meow meetup group at the studio at Kyoga was just really, really amazing. It was really enriching for me to mm-hmm. host. Everyone was like, really shedding tears and a lot of energy it seemed mm-hmm. like um so it completely inspired me and my cup of, my cup is completely full since then so thank you guys so much you i i met you at our first at one of our the meetup that you led last year and that was such a nice um like yoga meditative experience because you kind of guided us through focusing on like you know, our feminine energies, not only that, but where we kind of store, mm-hmm. um, like you introduced us about like, when you do, um, like when, when you do like the squat and how that holds a lot the of pelvic like, area. Yeah. Feminine yeah. Energy. Absolutely. To get that energy circulating there in a healthy way, you know, to cleanse. Yeah. You know? And then also after I met you, I've actually have been to your, to one of your classes. Um, you teach yeah. Ashtanga yoga. Yes. And I love yoga and I started doing yoga here in California when I first moved here. And I mean, I've been doing vinyasa. So I've, th- I mean, I am progressing, but when I went to your class, <laughs> I, <changing. laughs> well, I realized how 
unflexible I am and just how like beginner yeah. really I am because your class is really hard. Yeah, and I didn't realize I had some buildup in my pelvic area. <laughs> and Kylie was like, open your legs more on you. I'm like, oh my God. I'm not used to like stretching in that way, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's great. It's important to get in there, you know, into those uncomfortable areas, breathe through yeah. it, stay calm through it. Mm-hmm. You never know what's at the end of that. Yeah. Know? How long have you been doing practicing yoga? Nine years. Nine years. Every day. Well, I would say five to six days a week. Wow. Really disciplined. Did you, when I first started doing yoga, like I couldn't even touch my toes. Yeah. I've been a dancer since I, that's pretty common and that's mm-hmm. all good. You know? Yeah. But I've been a dancer since I was really young. So I had that flexibility for me was building strength. Yeah. Building a more masculine approach because we talk about like divine feminine and masculine. Mm-hmm. Um, that happens in yoga too. Yeah. So with all the jumping through, jumping back, this method, all the power in Ashtanga yoga, yeah. right? it's pretty hard. It said. is. Yeah, yeah. It was really difficult. That's what I like about yoga too, is that you really do see your strength progress in a very subtle way it's not like you're pumping gas at a gas i mean yeah. at the freaking gym mm-hmm. it's very subtle it's aggressive and it's gradual yeah and yeah. only you can see it mm-hmm. and only you can tell like when so mm-hmm. that's why i really i really like it but yeah your classes are really hard and then you also lead um like moon moon ceremonies yeah. i've been to one of those i've been to it with you yeah yeah, yeah. thank so you guys good. for coming always showing up yeah, yeah. also your cousin yeah. doing the energy the reiki she's really good with the energy work my yeah. cousin Annette, yeah mm-hmm. she's a reiki practitioner reiki master and she really brings it together so we come from a family of meeting of psychics yeah. you know subtle or you know we don't have any proper training mm-hmm. but it's really nice to do the full moon chills new moon chills um, well, I get that. chills when, when, whenever we have like discussions during our class, and mm-hmm. before they even speak, you, you and um, your cousin, you guys go, "Oh my God!" Like we're, we're getting the chills. We're gonna cry right now. And you guys kind of like, "No, something like, happens." Going Just on. information yeah. comes, you know, not knowing comes, and yeah. you can feel other people's energy specifically. That's always really cool to experience whenever you're leading a class. How you're able, you're so intuitive, and sometimes you like there'll be a girl and you'll be like, Oh, I feel, you know, something is going on. And she'll be like, yes. And that's how does that break down? Yeah. Yeah. How does, how does that happen for you? Or how do you begin to recognize that? It comes in uh, visualization visuals. Mm -hmm. I get visuals of numbers. Really? Yeah. And just general knowing what I really loved about our meetup on this one. Um, it was, it, it was, it was a packed house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I also loved just what a safe space it became, yeah. you know, and it, and you know, what I've noticed in our meetups is that the energies really do change depending on the people that come. And that particular one, it was so um, just touching, you know, there were girls who opened up to us and shared their heart and they're not people who usually, you know, are that vulnerable with other people. And so, you know, you leading that in, allowing people to to share their feelings that was really beautiful oh, yeah, yeah thank you so uh, that's, you're welcome yeah. you're welcome yeah that's what it's about and i'm excited to just jump into our topic today feminine divine energy that we talked about during the meetup that we had yeah so exactly so today's uh topic is on the divine feminine and we're gonna you know talk a little bit too about the divine masculine and what those energies mean for us and what the research that we've been doing um, to kind of find the, 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 that balance within ourselves. Uh, so first question for the group, what is the divine feminine? 
So the divine feminine is the, I would say that side of a person, I wouldn't just say female, male, on how they nurture and how they're, for example, as women, we, we're supposed to be like free and like untamed. Mm-hmm. And it's not about doing the action, just taking back and kind of receiving all these information and kind of just being. That's, so that's the definition that I came up with. Yeah. How about you guys? You know what? I, I was actually thinking too, divine feminine, the act of being able to receive. A yeah. lot of times as women, we receive compliment. And we say, oh, no, it's just a new haircut that I got that I got yeah. yesterday. Or, oh, I got a little Botox last mm-hmm. week. You know, instead of just saying gracefully, thank you. Yeah. You know, those little yeah. things. Yeah. So the divine feminine is uh, something that I have been learning about through just my interest in like um, like Eastern religions. Um, it re- It's about it's like the yin and yang. So mm-hmm. the. the the masculine and feminine are the yin and yang within all of us. And uh, I'm learning that the divine feminine energy, like you guys said, is about being. Mm -hmm. And it's not so much about pushing and trying to like force things. It's about kind of finding your natural flow. Mm -hmm. And like water. Mm -hmm. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. And what's cool about the, the, the feminine and, and the, masculine energy is that I used to think that it was very black and white. You're either a feminine person or you're a masculine person. But what I've learned recently is that we all have feminine energy and masculine energy, Mm -hmm. men and female. Mm -hmm. And what I've been learning is that males have an unconscious feminine and then females, we have an unconscious masculine. And the goal in our life should be to find the balance of those two energies because it really will affect your mental health, mm-hmm. the way that you lead your life, the kind of decisions that you're making, and the quality of of life, basically. Definitely. It's a way to set yourself up for success. Absolutely. With the yin and yang. Yes, that's right. <laughs> um, what I was also going to mention is a lot of times we have unbalanced, uh, you know, kind of similar to what you're saying, mm-hmm. like, a little too much masculine or too much feminine and that could wreak like havoc on some of our relationships Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and just make us feel generally uneasy because we're going against our truest nature right you know Mm -hmm. and um a lot of times some qualities that i think of with divine feminine is like flow like Mm -hmm. you guys mentioned intuition creativity nurturing getting comfortable with receiving you know these Mm -hmm. type of things but at the same time if we go back to like eastern culture the Hindus, the main, the first Indian female deity that encompasses divine feminine is Kali. And Kali was fierce mm-hmm. and fiery and kind of breaking against the rules and overpowering mm-hmm. these qualities that a lot of times are masculine, right. you know? Um, and then over the years, they started bringing these other Shakti and the other Indian, Indian deities that are divine feminine as we know it now. So something to consider too, you know, to do your own research and like what it means in different religions. Yeah. Yeah. I personally um, really enjoy the Eastern or learning about Eastern cultures and like the, their different ways of looking at um, our energies within and like finding that peace. Um, Because I really do feel like they they really understand that for you to be a fully well-rounded person, 
you really need to combine these two energies of not just being logical and not just being uh, emotional. Yeah. It's about finding the middle ground. Absolutely. And um, just to like give like a proper definition of what masculine energy and feminine energy is, masculine energy is about doing, it's action-oriented, whereas feminine energy is about being um, and creative intuition. Uh, some thing, traits that we can see in the masculine energy include logic, action, science, linear, straight, and beauty in the rugged sense. And then feminine traits include intuition, uh, round, still, no movement, creative, womb-like, nurturing, um, and beauty in the rounded sense. We all have masculine feminine energy qualities within ourselves. These qualities can be integrated um, and again, can create havoc when out of balance. Mm -hmm. Of course. And especially in this society that we live in, our masculine divine energy is really pushed, right? I think, I think that's one of the issues that we come into and we see the divine masculine energy as being toxic when it can be a positive thing as a, for yin and yang. I think so. I think it is a positive thing because the strong desire to succeed also is a masculine energy mm -hmm. dominant, you know protective energy stuff like this and we need that so i think just my personal humble opinion to be able to fluctuate between divine feminine and divine masculine as the circumstances present themselves then i think that will be ideal for me because sometimes i need more assertiveness mm -hmm. sometimes i need more like a hustle more energy of this kind you know and I also like to be really protective, right? you know, and that's masculine as well. Nurturing, protective are two different things. Mm -hmm. Nurturing is divine feminine. Mm -hmm. What I really enjoyed about our meetup is learning how to pause and really embrace a feminine divine energy. And in this society, we were, we're oftentimes told to keep pushing and do, do the things that we're supposed to do mm -hmm. and learning how to take a step back and really really embracing our feminine divine energy. Absolutely. That's right. And um, I've been learning, well, just as a society, I feel like there's this uh, new concept that I've been, that I feel like we've all been learning about, you know, toxic masculinity and what that means. It's really affecting our society in particular because we are a, we're obviously we're a capitalistic society. We really are action oriented and we really focus on, on, um, what we're doing, like people really care about their job titles and how much money's coming in. Like we are raised in this hustler world and it's affecting us because we see it in mental health. Mm -hmm. um, mental health is rising at an extreme rate, especially in men um, because of these, like, you know, because of toxic masculinity, which has pushed the feminine energy, not females, the energy of of the feminine mm -hmm. um, it's pushed it to make it seem like it's weak and it's not important and being in tune with your emotions makes you weak mm -hmm. and um what i find you know like learning about this within myself is that i'm a very sensitive person and for a long time i thought that i was that there was something wrong with me because i was too in my feminine and so um, the purpose is, is that if our society can find that balance within ourselves to not just be pursuing and going and taking, and we really just learn to sit still and to be with one another, then eventually we can become more of a integrated like community. Mm -hmm. And that's really what 
the divine feminine is about is about creating community mm-hmm. and helping each other mm-hmm. and not just individuals, individualistic people who like are in competition with one another. Because mm-hmm. I was even thinking about even in a business setting, right? But it's about really working on the emotional intelligence, which actually makes you a better leader. Oh, that's, that leadership that's right. style. Yeah. I have a book that I brought to share, Brene Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an amazing woman and she really encompasses divine feminine for me mm-hmm. as just like a go-getter in business mentorship and um, incorporating elements of emotional intelligence, like you just mm-hmm. mentioned, Henri, mm-hmm. um, to business and to interpersonal relationships. That's yeah. really important. Yeah. I really love Brene Brown. I, um, have listened to a lot of her podcasts and she has like a Netflix special too. She's such a I've like, seen that. yeah. So good. And I've read a couple of her books too. And she's so, um, she's very much, she understands the feminine energy because I think that what I'm learning is that our society really is losing empathy or we've lost empathy, empathy, sympathy, joy, empathy. Yeah. We're losing <laughs> compassion, which is, you know, all the things that are feminine energy, like feminine energy is nurturing and compassionate and understanding um, it's about, and and because we are such a individualistic society where all of us are kind of competing with one another, we have, we've lost compassion. And so I think that the goal of like getting in tune with your feminine energy really is, is to learn that compassion for yourself mm-hmm. so that you can like later extend it to other people. Yeah. And comparison too is pretty, pretty toxic. And this is one so I was thinking, okay, how can we tap into the divine feminine energy, mm-hmm. you know? And I think one of the ways to, on a very simple level, is to maybe not spend so much time on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of times we compare ourselves to other people on social media, other celebrities. And that just drains our life force energy mm-hmm. um, because it takes the goal away from staying focused on your life and what you're doing, you know? Right. So one of the ways to tap into true divine feminine is to not compare. Yeah, not hop on trends on social media. Oftentimes, yeah. in order to really push and also empower our feminine divine energy is through creativity. So going on social media, you might get a lot of ideas in how you can get creative, but oftentimes I feel like that's getting demolished because you're just hopping on trends. and yes. just get stuck on it for hours. Yeah. <laughs> Or just being self-aware yeah. in case you do start to judge yourself because you don't have that or look like that or yeah. whatnot, you know? Yeah. Oftentimes, yeah. Yeah, because when we have um, when we have imbalanced masculine and unbalanced female energy, we go into like these lower vibrations um, because a overly masculine, a person that has too much masculine on with within them becomes very controlling. Aggressive. Um, aggressive, very mm-hmm. angry, very, it's, it's, it's reactive. The masculine mm-hmm. energy is reactive. They try to be dominant. Yeah. When and it's unbalanced. When it's unbalanced. Right. right. Yeah. And then, and then an, un, uh, and what we want to get to is like where we're responding rather than reacting, which mm-hmm. is responding is feminine energy. It's like, it takes its time to sit back and, and be like, wait, is this mm-hmm. actually necessary? And I think that because as, as a society, we have, put the masculine energy on a pedestal. I think that a lot of people feel very uncomfortable by feminine 
qualities or feminine energy absolutely blanca yeah i was just having a conversation and i i'll you know i don't want to mm -hmm. intercept what you're no, saying mm -hmm. um but yeah i was having a conversation with a male student and he was telling me how uncomfortable he was when he was in prison yeah um expressing pain and vulnerability and processing difficult emotions became null and void he couldn't because the first day that he went to jail He's broke down mm -hmm. after stuffing, stuffing masculine energy. Don't show weakness, this and this. He broke down and one of the guards went up to him and said, hey, man, you cannot break down like this in jail because masculine, overpowering and masculine right. energy there. So when he, after he did his time, he had to come out and deal and balance himself a little bit more. Right. So um, it was completely apparent there that don't show your feelings, man. You can't show this power, this pain, this these tears. I feel like because I've always been a very feminine, naturally a very feminine, energetic person, I'm very emotional and my very sensitive. And I feel like for a long time, people tried to beat that out of me. And like, like, and I think that as females too, we are very uncomfortable when our when our feminine is is not in balance and we're overly in our masculine energy. We feel really uncomfortable when we're around feminine women. Um, we begin to bully them, right? Like we, I feel like I, growing up, I have really been bullied by girlfriends because it's almost, they're, because of their discomfort of this naturally like more sensitive person, they really, I think it's like a, a trigger, you know, it's yeah, a trigger for them. But because we've been brainwashed to believe that our emotions need to be pushed to the side we don't that's why we react in bullying ways right why we react so aggressively towards people that are more feminine because or just in general just right? in general i think anytime anyone reacts aggressively or triggered i mean that's really their their thing yeah that they're dealing with a source of pain that they're dealing with it has nothing to do with you you were just embodying what you knew how to embody and, yeah and acting the way you in your divine feminine you know in the past i was way too in my feminine mm -hmm. And when you don't understand those things, like you are overly emotional and you are like, everything is triggering you because the sensitivity is so high. Yeah. It was your beautiful process. Though. Yeah. yeah. And oftentimes it comes from how you grew up as well. Mm -hmm. um, even within my household, it's usually like male dominated, right? Mm -hmm. That my father was very like, you know, by learning how to really balance out the masculine and feminine side mm -hmm. uh, within yourself after I, I like, moved out from my house was an important step of self-discovery. And I think that also I am learning too with learning about the divine feminine and the, and the, and the divine masculine is that what we think of like feminine usually isn't um, an outward thing. Mm -hmm. Like for example, I realized that just because someone is wearing like high heels and a skirt and they look like a very girly girl, that doesn't mean that they're a feminine person. Oh, it goes way deeper than the surface. Yeah, sure. and yeah. that is like the coolest thing that I've been learning is that masculinity. We we as a as a society because we're uneducated of these things, we see these things as just a physical thing. That is a girl. That is a boy. Which actually has nothing to do with it. Because what we deem as feminine in our culture, in American culture, is very different than what people in like japan might think is feminine yes. of course right yeah so we think of feminine people as like people who are girly and we're and like the color pink but that could be completely different in a different society where their culture is 
the complete opposite of ours. I think the West has their own view on a lot of things and they stand alone on a lot of things, including that description of divine feminine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, in the West, we do things a lot different than any other country. <laughs> yeah. We're very, I think that we really, in the West here, we really like things like we need to, we, we, it's like, we almost have to always have a visual of it. Yeah. My way or the highway. Yeah. Or you do you. And that lacks community. Yeah. You do you, you know? I feel like it just, the it's like the femininity has been beaten out of us. You know, it's like, you know, toughen up or get over it. Or like, why are you, you know, why are you grieving the loss of something? It's like, every everyone's always like, move on to the next thing. And the feminine energy is really about no, actually, I'm not going to move on from the next thing. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to be. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to feel the things that I'm feeling. And I'm going to allow it to flow through me. Absolutely. That's the only way. If not, we're suppressing it. Right. And, and, it, is, and it is in the suppression where the chaos in our bodies begins. Mm -hmm. Because overly masculine, energetic people... Um, because they're not allowing themselves to feel their emotions, it, it starts to create disease in the body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is another interesting thing. There's this um, there's this really great book that I've read called Anatomy of the Spirit. I don't know if you guys have read it. Um, it's, not with, yet. it's with Caroline Miss, and she talks about, um, she really introduced me to like the idea of the chakras and how every chakra is connected to a different organ. Mm -hmm. And so for, um, so for example, um, you know, don't quote me on this, but like, if you're having money issues, you will start feeling pain, you know, on your root, which is like right in your lower back. And, um, if these emotions that are constantly being processed by the body, if they're not being recognized and fully felt, not dwelling on them, because this is really important too, is that when we talk about feeling your emotions, we're not talking about sitting and dwelling on them forever, but it's about really allowing yourself to feel the emotion and not labeling it, letting it flow through you so that you can truly process it and actually move on. Because when you don't move on, the body begins to collect that energy that's not flowing. And so that's, you know, in the anatomy of the spirit, she talks about, um, how like cancers are started and how um, different diseases begin to kind of begin to flourish within the body if you're constantly emotionally constipated. And she has, there's all these studies done of people who have had um, like, like men who have had um, what's it called? Uh, cancer in the testicular. Cancer. Yeah. And like, they have done like emotional therapy with them and processing all of this trauma that they've gone through or women who have had breast cancer or you know all these different areas and they've gone through the process of emotionally releasing trauma that they had when they were children relieved the cancer for them and that's interesting too because i'm currently reading a book called becoming supernatural by dr joe dispenza mm -hmm. and he kind of talks about that too about for example this woman named anna mm -hmm. she her husband com committed suicide, left all the debt, and she had to live through that trauma. And every single day, she was living through that, that trauma like as if it just happened. Mm -hmm. And because of that mental health stress and depression, she got cancer and all of that. And she had to go back to kind of like studying about 
why why that that experience really like triggered her um, cancer and how she used meditation and said it to really release it. Yeah, and it's through a study too. I I'm love that, that to the list. And I read it. I've read that one. Yes, and I love Joe Dispenza. So, um, have you guys ever seen the There's this documentary series called Unwell on Netflix. I have seen that one. Have you seen the one with? Um, uh, they have this one episode with uh, what's that med- medicine that they go to Peru for? Ayahuasca. 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 Okay, so that there's an episode of Ayahuasca. Um, where it kind of shows like both it, it shows the good parts of ayahuasca but then also like the exploitation of ayahuasca which i liked that you know a lot of people are exploiting these like native yeah. um, native american practices mm-hmm. um which we need to be aware of you know and uh, but basically in the ayahuasca episode there's a woman who had um where her body would stop moving um and she is um i believe she's for somewhere in age she, she's like asian descent but basically it because her culture had really ingrained in her to suppress her feelings and she'd gone through a lot of like sexual trauma as a child um it manifested itself through this disease that would leave her paralyzed and through ayahuasca she was able to you know connect to go back and feel the feelings that she suppressed and feel the emotions that she never gave herself a chance to, to fully um, process. And I think that that is what we're trying to like, you know, educate ourselves with, with the divine feminine energy is that we have to feel these feelings. We cannot push them to the side. We cannot pretend that they're not there. We can't just get over it. Because we're not actually getting over the body will not let you how necessary it is. And not only just that, but also for Mother Nature. Absolutely. Yeah, Mother Nature encompasses divine feminine completely. Yeah. So a lot of times also to get in tune with your divine feminine, whether you're a man or a woman, going out into nature a little bit more is really helpful. You know, spending all the time hiking, you know, putting your toes in the sand, simple things like this really work yeah yeah and also just um going back to what you said about the divine feminine really being mother nature we really see that on like if you want to visualize things is that mother nature is about being she gives so much right all of the resources that she has given us and and as every, every anybody that's living obviously we we benefit so much off of mother nature um and then as because our masculine energy is about is so overly expressed right now we continuously take without any regard of giving back to her or even just like that there's limited supply mm-hmm. right and so i think that you know another thing about the divine feminine energy is that it, you really need to learn boundaries oh healthy boundaries yes absolutely and mm-hmm. you see that in mother nature because we are using her up right as a as like global warming is real but i also think that mother nature is starting to set boundaries she's like with all of these like storms that are happening like it's snowing in texas like the fires like she's starting to set boundaries and she's saying hey i have a limit like stop stop just taking from me 
So I think that that is like a very great way to visualize what the what the divine feminine and the masculine is. Yeah. We're so in it. We just keep taking from her. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of goes with um, when you're in the receiving mode as well. That's when you're able to kind of like process all those information and stop yourself and actually create that awareness to not be on that go, go, go mindset. Yeah. How do you how do you guys feel like you you first begin to kind of realize um, the the imbalances within yourself? Yeah. So I noticed the imbalances within myself when I had a lack of community, like a sense of community. Right. I just felt like I didn't I wasn't connecting with other people in a way that really brought me to be present. Mm-hmm. So through having Meow Club and meeting women like you guys, it really helped me find my purpose. I think the big thing is really finding that balance of masculine, feminine energy in order to be successful mm-hmm. and to find who you are going to be. I I love that. And I also recognize within you because I am learning that the feminine energy is about community and um helping one another and it it's crazy because it's like this this weird balance of like yes you have it's about inward work but then in that inward work it's not about being individualistic it's it's different it's like the more that you that you create that love within yourself from that cup runneth over you're able to be of service to others you're nurturing yourself and you're you're nurturing other people so it's like you're watering everybody around you and yourself to bloom yeah you're supposed to be that's right that butterfly butterfly (laughs) and community is so necessary like we need to be there for one another like we need to be true friends to each other and not just be like using each other you know and i think that that's what show up just show up yeah show up for one another with a genuine open heart it's pretty simple but it's not it's a practice yeah. It's a it's a journey to understand mm-hmm. because, yeah, the more that you're able to stand still within yourself, you can create that space for other people. Mm-hmm. And then with the community that you we are creating, you are giving we're giving like we're trying to create space for all women to share their gifts and to, you know, help one another. Like we have to root for one another, find their personal legend. Yeah. Absolutely. And Anne and Blanca really showed up for us. I mean, I'm a new business owner. I've been teaching yoga and running little yoga studios for, I don't know, um, almost eight years now. Um, but you guys brought a lot of women and encouraged them to contribute to the studio. And that was really helpful because we're just barely starting out. Mm-hmm. So that was really helpful. Thank you guys both for that. Women supporting women. Yeah. Hashtag. When, <laughs> when did you begin to well, when did that journey begin for you where you realized you were in an imbalance? It's actually, I'm really realizing it recently because the business is taking everything out of me mm-hmm. and I, I need to be go, go, go right now. I need to be project oriented and assertive and aggressive and delegating. I don't have to be aggressive, but sometimes it comes off that way. Why? Because I can be completely honest. My stress levels to the max right now as I manage everything mm-hmm. with entrepreneurship and staff and overheads and all this. Um, so I'm noticing it quite recently. Mm-hmm. And having a community like Meow um, has really helped me to soften up and connect with other feminine energy. Mm-hmm. Because naturally, I'm very type A. Naturally, I'm very go, go, go and have loads of energy. And I have edges to me, to my personality mm-hmm. too. You know, I'm very strong energy. So that could come across very masculine sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm seeing that in business. Yeah. You know? So right now I'm just checking myself, taking time for grounded practice and surrounding myself by more women. Yeah. Mm. I love that. And I feel like um, you made a point at your at the last meetup that we had with you. The feminine energy really is about not being so reactive. And that when you are constantly in this very reactive, defensive mode, that means that your masculine is up, your your masculine shield. And I feel like through yoga, I have been able to really tap into that energy of like sitting still and not being so frantic all the time. Well, with Ashtanga yoga, it's a masculine practice Mm -hmm. because it's very power. It's very, uh, very difficult Mm -hmm. for the physical body. So I'm starting to do more yin yoga practices Mm -hmm. where it's chill, rest, relax, be still, sit there, Mm -hmm. be more processing, you know, um, and that that helps Mm -hmm. also. How do you guys recognize when you guys are out of balance, like in balance with feminine and divine energy and masculine divine energy? I feel it in my body. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I feel it in just the franticness, in the in the anxiety. Yeah, so it comes I feel to the it body. right here and back. Yeah. I feel it in my back, in my upper shoulder, yeah, yeah. My upper shoulder. and my jaw, my face. I also notice like when my life is becoming chaotic, or where I'm forcing things. That's the biggest one because sometimes it's hard to realize that you're forced trying to force things. I notice it in the reactions of others mm-hmm. because I get reactions that I'm not really wasn't expecting. Maybe more stronger reactions, yeah, or pushback or resistance from resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's when I start to feel when my interpersonal communication is not fluid mm-hmm. or peaceful or ease. Never easy. Sometimes it's just not easy because mm-hmm. there are different topics to talk about, right? But reactions from other people because it's a mirror. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they're my mirror, you know? What about you? I feel like an airhead. Like, you know, I don't feel present. And I, especially I was just talking about earlier how I, I felt this weird gut feeling in my chest or even on my back. And that's when I kind of know. I don't, yeah. But I just feel like not talking to people. Yeah. Right? When I just start resisting. Yeah. 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 I think that resistance is probably the biggest indicator. Have you heard of Sang? guru saying who yeah i love his youtube stuff and some of his books Mm -hmm. too yeah he talks about the feminine energy um being a source of power that a lot of people don't realize there's as a western culture we think of power as like you know take 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 Mm -hmm. but power can really come from like this sense of stillness and when you begin to feel resistance within people like you said you're either like there's, you know, you're not connecting. There's, there's something wrong, right? Or, or you, you, you're overly exerting yourself. You, you've lost, you've lost it, because once you realize it's about letting it, letting go, and that things can actually begin. You can become a like, be having a healthy divine feminine is about being magnetic. Yeah, magnetic mm-hmm. is a great word. Yeah, yeah, it's about being magnetic, and it is about. I guess for lack of a better word, another would be like manifesting, right? It's like you set the intention, which is the masculine energy. You set the intention. I want this. But then you, you, you flow through the feminine by saying, I want this, but I let it go and it will come to me. Mm -hmm. I will not force. I will attract. 
And that is like hard. It's hard to do at first. It's a practice. Yeah, it is and a practice. And in any practice, you're going to have your good days and you're going to have your bad days. But part of the flow of any practice of divine feminine flow, right, mm -hmm. is to take the good with the bad equally. Yeah. With minimal fluctuations in the mind, right? Yeah. That's a practice. We live in a society that's very like, you're wrong or you're right. And so we either, either being masculine is good or it's bad. And it's really not about any of those things. It's about integrating them both where they're, where you realize that you need both of them. And none, n n like when, when one has too much power, that's bad. When the other one has too much power, that's bad. And it's finding the balance within. Absolutely. Yeah. And Saguro also said it becomes divisible. Like you become divided when you're like, that's good, that's bad, this and this, and you're pointing. Yeah. You're not in community, you know, you're not integrated. Like right. you said, it's it's divided. And I think it's human nature for us to be want to be a part of a community, like being a part of a tribe. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I've said this in the past, it could be a negative thing as people used to get together for gossiping, but now we're in this generation where we're able to actually find a community through vulnerability and the way that we want to be. Yeah, so um, I love that because there's uh, one of my favorite spiritual teachers is uh, Gary Zubak. Uh, I talk about his, he mentioned his books all the time. And he talks about the goal is to be, understand that you're an individual that is on their own journey here. And you have your own lessons that have been assigned to you, your own people that are going to come in and hurt you. And you really need to always focus on that journey. And it's not about the goal shouldn't be to belong, which is what I think is bad when, when you're talking about where we get into these um, gossiping and then these hierarchies of being in groups. Mm -hmm. um, when we're really focused on belonging, we abandon ourselves, right? We, we abandon who we are because we want to be a part of the group. And so the goal is to commu the goal is community. Because in community, you're not fighting to belong. You are authentic and you are you. And you allow other people to be them. And there's no attachment to people. You understand that people come in and they go and they people bring lessons and you bring lessons to them. And then that is how you create community because in community, you understand that each person here has their own journey that they're on and i don't have to force my journey onto them no never never yeah right I, yeah exactly we forget sometimes maybe yeah sometimes it's not put into practice yeah. yeah and he and then just like these spiritual teachers all talk about how it's like stop trying to belong and even um, um you were saying um what's your name uh brene brown brene brown she she talks about this all the time in her books Stop trying to belong. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to be a part of the group. Be authentic. And the more authentic that you are, the more you will begin to attract people who are also authentic. That magnetic that you mentioned. Exactly. Yeah. And then you become mm -hmm. magnetic. Because... You become the fridge and you can throw the magnets on there. <laughs> yeah. And the more authentic you be become, <laughs> the more authentic you become, the more integrated both your masculine and, ener and feminine energy are. And also in terms of dating of any single ladies out there, mm -hmm. single women, you know, the more you encompass true, authentic, less resistance, divine feminine, the more you become magnetic. Like Blanca said several mm -hmm. times, I totally agree with her on that. 
um, and you attract a really fully encompassing divine masculine partner or divine feminine partner, if that's what you're looking for, you know, whether you're straight or gay or whatnot. Yeah. Right? And um, I think that like, once you realize that the goal in life is to be authentic and it's not to belong, you become happier, right? Because you no longer feel this pressure to prove yourself, which is masculine energy. The masculine energy feels this need to always prove themselves. Not them, but, you know, like masculine energy, period. It's about proving your worth, proving that that you are somebody, proving, you know, through all of these different accolades or the people that you surround yourself with, you know, belonging. I want to be a part of this group because they look cool. Like that's all masculine energy. And the feminine energy is about this is me just showing up and being present, being present. I feel like oftentimes when we try to be a part of, of, of a group and find our our sense of belongings and other people, we lose track of time mm -hmm. because of looking for the next thing to do or finding a way to impress other people ourselves. And by actually focusing on our feminine energy and finding the flow within us, we're able to be present and actually really value the time and ourselves. I Absolutely. love that. And also, that also means that you create real connections. Because when you are in overly in your masculine energy, uh, because you feel this sense of needing to prove yourself, and because you haven't, you don't really know who you are, you haven't realized that your value comes from being a human being, you always feel like, uh, basically, people are like disposable to you right because if they're not hitting a need you don't need them anymore because you're always looking for for um how can people bring me value instead of how can i be of value to other people and so when you're constantly in your masculine energy because you feel this need to prove you also need people to prove themselves to you mm -hmm. and the feminine energy because it's about being it already knows it's valuable so it understands that every human being outside of itself is also valuable and it brings it's not just about being magnet with anybody it's going to bring the right people towards you it's going exactly yeah. like you're and you also understand that the people that you energetically attract are serving a purpose for your highest good um which is like you know when you're in this place of like well i just need people to um make me look cooler, make me look, you know, give me this persona that the world is telling me I need to be. And I'm working hard to prove that when you realize that then people, again, people become disposable and then you don't actually connect with them because you're not actually seeing them. You're only seeing what they can bring to you. Yeah. It's self-involved. It's selfish. Exactly. And then when you're in your, when you, when you integrate both of them and you realize that the goal of life isn't to prove to the world that I'm valuable. The goal of life is to live life. And when you're learning these lessons, the people that you magnetize into yourself, the lessons that they're bringing to you are to develop your character, to develop the lessons that you've already signed and agreed that you need to learn in this lifetime. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, my grandmother really encompasses divine feminine. Mm -hmm. um, she had 10 children. 
And she raised them all, usually like on her own. My grandfather was there, but he was doing his macho Mexican thing, you know, mm -hmm. out working, providing all that, those masculine energies. Um, and she gave to her family pretty selfishly mm -hmm. with boundaries. So she didn't let people step all over her. She asserted herself when she needed to. And that anchor of divine feminine, I think, really raised some really amazing children like my aunts and my uncles mm -hmm. and my mom included, of course. She's a wonderful woman. Um, so, yeah, grandma definitely encompassed that divine feminine for me. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my best friend Julie Lee actually encompasses the divine feminine energy a lot. Um, she's one of my role models, and I've never – she's always had that nurturing background and very go with the flow and she even has that boundaries aspect but every single person that I met through even college even till now looks up to her mm -hmm. just the way that she carries herself yeah I love that and you know I think that um it's so interesting to me because as I was doing research on the divine feminine and how all the cultures we really do have we all have some type of like um, reference to the divine feminine with, without even being aware of it. Like for example, um, oh, one of the books that I was, that I've been reading, um, it's called Woman Who Worn With Wolves by Clarissa Pinkola. It's basically a collection of stories of examples of the divine feminine energy in different cultures, but especially um, the indigenous culture in, in Mexico and all the different ways that we unconsciously reference it and how we want it but we've put it in these like in these stories kind of because we're maybe afraid of like embracing it completely within ourselves yeah. so we have created these stories that kind of reference it back that are calling us back to to this to this energy i think we all need some good reference points to yeah. get called back to the energy when we lose track of it you know mm -hmm. and women who run with wolves is a great recommendation for that i highly recommend that book as well yeah, yeah. and she talks about too about how um women just in general she talks about like the journey of the female and the we all start off as the naive uh, basically it's like the naive archetype where we where we ba right before that the feminine's beaten out of us right we all are have this naive heart where we we want almost project the goodness that we feel in our heart we project it onto other people and we don't have boundaries right mm -hmm. and because we don't have boundaries then it begin we begin to harden Right. Or, or, or like the, the, the glasses begin to fall off and you become less naive and realize that you need to be, that you need your masculine energy. Yeah. Energetic boundaries are really important so we don't get drained. Right. right. Because mm -hmm. when we get drained spiritually or mentally, our immune defenses, actually our physical body can get drained as well. And it can make us susceptible to just infections and whatnot or yeah. sickness, especially mm -hmm. in times still of COVID. I think it's important to have energetic boundaries and not give just to get yeah right. that's how that's how i used to be where when people when i was younger right people would be like hey can you do a favor for me i was always a yes man mm -hmm. and the moment that i actually started learning how to say no that's when people actually only came to ask me for things when they when it's actually important right yeah yeah so i really I like that yeah that's a good point exactly because if you don't have boundaries with your feminine energy a people will drain the hell out of it yes and then also um 
when you don't set a value to your, like you have to, it's not about becoming selfish with it. It's about becoming um, selective. It actually creates more respect as well. Like they know they're there for you, mm -hmm. but they know that they hold you up to a standard. Mm -hmm. and, you know, they look up to you in a way that they don't want to waste your time with things that they can do on their own too. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. I like that. And another thing I think just is that to create, to go on that journey of finding the balance within yourself of the feminine and the masculine, it's really about self-awareness. Because that's really the only way that you can start to see the imbalances within yourself mm -hmm. is that you have to be able to be honest with yourself mm -hmm. um, because we're creating the chaos in our life. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to like accept at yeah. first. I think it's also self-awareness and education, especially because for those that are still not on this journey, they can still hop in. Um, right. But through education, that's when that's when they become aware about the energy balance imbalances that they currently have, and how to actually hire themselves up to a higher standard to actually become their authentic self. Right, I agree, and also not just theory and education, right? But maybe practice, practice, practice. Yes. right? Make, practice, do it, and making it your habit. Right, healthy habits are the key success to life. Right, I I agree with you about implementation because I do think that sometimes we get stuck in the learning part because it is addicting honestly when you become once you become to when you begin to learn all of this I couldn't stop reading like I mean I've read I feel like hundreds of books at this point mm -hmm. and um I had at one point I realized I don't want to be stuck in this learning part of it because I wasn't seeing a lot of change like I understood yeah but it really is, is like taking the action. action. Yes. Yeah. And also that's how we all met was through the impl implementation part of it, making it a habit. So even through Mail Club and just joining different events, not just the learning aspect, but actually attending these events and implementing the changes that we want to see in ourselves. And knowing too, that the more you begin to implement these changes within yourself, you might start losing people. You know, because that happens. yeah, like I mean, because they because like you start to I don't know, like I think that when you begin to change, the reality of your life begins to change too. And you become you almost become again like a magnet to a different like different people who are also in that same journey. Mm -hmm. And not always, like some people just naturally have, you know, they don't have as many traumas as the others, right? <laughs> like they naturally have those like I don't want to laugh about traumas, but I thought about myself too. <laughs> you know, like yeah, totally. traumatic. I yeah. With that. yeah. I mean, like some people don't, and they do naturally have those naturally are more balanced than others. And so I think that as you're progressing, um like people either are gonna grow with you or you're gonna like they're gonna fall or so any and you don't have to hate them either like it's just realizing that the more you expand your mind your outer world will begin to change yeah i mean humbly i'll say this when you begin to level up and people just drop off you know they, they really do and then you get new people you know new people arrive into your life with some new insight and some new inspiration and that's okay that's flow to be able to let those people go and allow new people in at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I think that the divine feminine is about letting go. And, you know, for a long time, I think that I had a really hard time with that. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to let go of the past or the, or the people or the trauma 
or the hurt. Like I wanted or the memories or the memories. Yeah. Like I wanted to hold on to them. And when you step into your divine feminine, you gotta open up those hands. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting too because when I was looking up about this topic, one of the ways to awaken divine energy was the ability to relax and let go like what you just said mm -hmm. being able to go with the flow letting go is very hard for a lot of people and especially i mean it's been a hard journey for me to let go because you get a it, it, it before i realized how to really do it because i used to get upset when people would say that to just let it go how yeah. <laughs> you know how do i do that my dad would sing let it go from uh what is that movie called with the, with the frozen yeah my dad would sing that to me when i'm pissed right. <laughs> oh my God, it's, awesome. it's hard yeah, it's awesome. really it's really hard but it really is it's like letting go it's not just saying it feels like an energetic experience yeah. when you finally let it go i believe it is yeah, the, the journey begins when you finally let go to accept all that is flowing in. Mm -hmm. And not, oh, yeah, yeah, and also like just not labeling anything as right or wrong. Yeah, as, that's dangerous. That's a dangerous game. Yeah, categorizing, labeling because if we're labeling that that's right, that's wrong, well, that's just a reflection of what we're doing, what we're doing for with our internal work. That right. means that more than likely we're labeling ourselves. And sometimes when we begin to label ourselves, those labels aren't accurate mm -hmm. and they're not always kind, yeah. you know? So labeling, in my opinion, is a dangerous thing. It game. is. And it's about unlearning and actually unlabeling yourself from a lot of these stigmas or the categories that you feel like you're in within friend groups. Right. And when you're able to do that, you're able to awaken yourself and your individuality. Yeah, you could get out of the, the prison right. of uh, labels and categorizing and you're this right. and you're that, the prison of being divided, right? And I agree. And also it's because like when we are in this like very like labeling, this is right and this is wrong. I think, you know, I dealt with depression um, most of my 20s. And I think that a lot of it was because I kept labeling my experiences. Mm -hmm. And your feelings, labeling I, them. Exactly. Like I shouldn't be like this experience that I'm having is wrong. This experience that I'm having is right. Exactly. I think that tends to be and, and then, yeah, and then, and I think that that is like, when I look back at that time of my depression and stuff, and I, and I think about why I felt so depressed was because of the labeling of my experiences, because yeah. we think a lot, because when you, when you sing it's a dangerous territory, a lot of us believe that we shouldn't suffer. And so we suffer more because we believe that the suffering that comes with, into our lives is uncalled for or un, or un, um, just say that's masculine energy. And that, yeah, that's totally masculine energy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and when I got it, it's such a it's like an epiphany when you realize that you're kind of we're here to suffer. Not like that. Like what I'm trying to say is that, you know, what I love about the Buddhist teachings is that we're here to transcend suffering basically meaning yes i'm going through the suffering experience because it's developing me as a human being and then you stop labeling i'm not supposed to be going through this experience i'm not supposed to be having this bad experience it's actually you begin to welcome it 
-hmm. And you begin to be grateful. I'm grateful for the suffering I experienced. Just welcoming all of it. Yeah. Just like you welcome some good news on a great day. You welcome the love of your life. You welcome a new job, a promotion, a raise. Well, we got to welcome the fear and the anxiety and the depression too, because it's just, you can't have one without the other. You know, so when we begin to have aversions of, oh, I shouldn't be feeling this way. We, it happens to me, it happens to all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just resistance yet again. And what we mentioned about resistance earlier, I believe to be true, mm-hmm. that that's like a big source of suffering. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so true. Like everything that we're talking about is masculine energy. Mm-hmm. The labeling is masculine yes. energy because the feminine is about being. Mm-hmm. Because the feminine understands that this moment is creating suffering within me but how can I transcend this? How can I learn from this experience? How can I just be, period? How can I just yeah. be, how can, how can I just be in this moment? Yeah, and to know that that moment is temporary. Right. The good moments also are temporary. Everything is temporary. Literally, it's the ebbs and flows <laughs> and of okay. light. Yeah. Right. And it's finding yeah. the light in every situation. Yeah. Right. And even if you can't, that's okay yeah. too, you know? Moving Fourth it. agreement says always do your best. You know, yes. <laughs> it's so true because all of the spiritual teachers that I've read, because I feel like I'm like, oh, I really I just read a lot. But they always say what you just said about, you know, this is temporary, is that we become addicted to the good times. And that's just not possible. Like, life really is like the seasons. It's fleeting. Yeah. And if you're always always searching just for the good basically you're searching for pleasure then you then you never actually fully even experience those good moments because you're not present you're not being so like when you're in 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 chapters of suffering be there be present and don't fight it and then when you so that when the good comes you can truly enjoy the good too and that life really is like the seasons your life really is summer fall winter you know like our life will always be like that and then once you understand that you're being and you're in your feminine or you have a good integration yeah sometimes there's holidays to lift you up (laughs) totally like christmas i love christmas me too christmas i you know what i always try to do i know i try to make everything that i do feel like christmas Mm-hmm. Playful, my love. I always try to remember that feeling of Christmas throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And you know what? A lot of these moments that I enjoy actually comes back to the similar feelings as Christmas. That's yeah. right. Well, now this is the ending of our episode. Yeah, thank you so much, Kai, for um, joining us. Uh, we have every guest recommend a, a book, one of your whatever, whatever you want to recommend at the end, and we'll link it. Um, on, on the episode. Perfect. Thank you guys so much, both Anne-Marie and Blanca, co-founders of Meow Club, uh, for showing up uh, for Kyoga and, you know, just showing up, including me in this podcast. The book recommendation, um, In Praise of Difficult Women. This book is not truly about difficult women, in my opinion. It's about inspirational and divine feminine mm-hmm. driven women. So highly recommend. Uh, we have some different stories in here about women like Elizabeth Taylor, uh, Coco Chanel, um, just women that really were go-getters um, with softness and really achieved what they wanted to achieve in their careers and in their family life. So I do recommend the author is Karen Carbo. 
and uh, we'll go ahead and link it. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank, thank you. you so much for being a part of this. And I can't wait for you guys to listen to our next episode. Thank yeah. you so much for listening about feminine divine energy. Yeah, bye guys.